With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Franny Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings. He's in the box. Oh, on to his left foot. Brilliant. Hey, thanks for checking out In That Number. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-hosts, Kevin at the Moscow Mush Milverton at Moscow Mush. Statman Steve at Statman underscore Steve. Find him on Instagram at St. Mary's Statbase. Follow the show at Number Podcast, available on Instagram and Facebook too. Please leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe and share as far and wide as you can. If you would like to send us any questions, send us an email on inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter and we'll be sure to get back to you as soon as we can. Enjoy the show. Welcome to In That Number 80, a different class. Today, we will be reviewing our final game of the season against Sheffield United and sign off in style as we see out the season unbeaten in seven and we'll look ahead to next season and no doubt a summer of transfer speculation. We also need to discuss our player and goal of the month for July. Joining me as ever, the one and only Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Say hello, Kevin. Where the fuck else am I going to be? Yeah, hello. <laughs> How are you, you wonderful bastard? <laughs> a wonderful bastard. Okay, that's better. Yeah, hasn't been great for me lately. No. Uh, your, your insults. Ah, okay. Yeah, I need to get more creative. <laughs> yeah, anyway, how are you this week? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm a little bit worse for wear today. Um, yesterday, um, was celebrating all day, uh, 
my brother-in-law's birthday. Um, yeah, happy birthday, Bogdan. Oh, happy birthday, Bogdan. Um, yeah, and and I'm a bit like the the weather here. I mean, yesterday was beautiful, sunshine, and yeah, the perfect time for it today. Sweaty, <laughs> damp, and a bit of a storm this evening. But um, oh. yeah, I'm enjoying a nice little scotch here. I was just about to say you're having an alcoholic beverage to. Uh... Yeah, I gave you the roll of the dice. And asked you did. Which, yeah. yeah, I've gone for a a Lagavulin, a nice smoky peaty Ila malt. Good and good mm. accent as well. Very good. Nice. Sir Alex will be proud. <laughs> yes, but yeah. Ah, this week, um, I, you wouldn't believe it. I've actually finally got round to watching uh, from start to finish that uh, Copa ninety derby oh. base on the South Coast derby. I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Taking me so long to, but um, yeah. Wow, very good, very yeah. enjoyable watch. Um, and they, it sort of automatically on YouTube came up with the the next one. It was about uh, Berlin. Oh, Berlin, right. Okay. That was that was all that was awesome as well. So yeah, I think I'm going to be watching everything that they've done. No, I watched the um the Liverpool one. So I'm, I'm, oh. I am always fascinated in that rivalry, Liverpool Everton. Yeah, and they kind of talk. They compare the South Coast derby to the Liverpool derby as well. And really? they make a valid point that um, Liverpool and Everton might dislike each other, but they're both equally proud of their city. Whereas with Portsmouth and Southampton, it's it's different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, th- this week uh, I have yeah I've been busy. I've been busy with work. Um, it's been a stressful time at work actually. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll I don't need to bore you guys with it, but um, yeah, today I um, do you know what I did? No. I went to the cinema for like. I don't know. When was the last time I went to the cinema? I can't even remember. It was a long time ago, but yeah. Wow. I mean, did your boss notice? <laughs> Not when I was at work, obviously. Oh. But no, um, they're showing classics um, for a fiver, which I think is brilliant. So we got, I went to see um, Jurassic Park. Okay. Great. Great on the big screen. I mean, I, I saw it in 1993, but I, I don't think I've watched that film since, to be honest, which is quite hard to believe. But, um, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But a classic, and it was good on the big screen again. But other than that, how are you? Are you coping? Yes, yeah, I'm fine. It's just um, football season's finished, uh, but but hockey, it's back. It's back. My hockey's back, and actually, the Rangers are playing the Islanders tonight in a little friendly, just to get warmed up for their uh, their playoff play-in series against the Hurricanes. So, a little bit of normality back. Summer hockey, though. Yeah, that's got to be strange. Yeah, hockey's hockey. It's all the same. It's good. It's good to have it back. This is ITN in that number news. ITN news then, Kevin. Um, first thing I want to mention is Wesley Hoot. Remember him? Yeah, he's a hoot hoot. <laughs> um, it looks like he will be leaving us this summer on a permanent, which, um, which is good. Um, and allegedly we found a buyer uh, in the Belgian top flight who are prepared to pay 5.9 million for his services. More for them. Um, but... His current side, Antwerp, are reportedly out of the running because of the hefty price tag. But, I mean, you, you, you think of the Belgian top flight and, the, you know, the, the suitors fill that 5.9 million. And you could only think Bruges, Genk or Ghent are going to be, the you know, the likely destination. We will, of course, take a loss on that whopping 15 million pounds we paid for yeah. him. Um, hustled, hustled by Lazio. But, yeah, um, 
I mean, he burned his bridges earlier this year, didn't he? When he said he, you know, he, that chapter was closed and he was criticising Ralph. So we just need to take whatever we can get from him, don't we? Really? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think you mispronounced that. It's some, um, it's a twerp, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Close, yeah. I think you'd have to be to sign him, but um, yeah, all right. Well, good luck. I mean, yeah, if whatever we can get from is going to be a bonus, isn't it? Exactly. I love how you said that. Good luck. That was um, yep. you meant it, yeah. Um, another couple of ex-saints on the move. Uh, Lovren has joined you in Russia, Mush. Not fucking here, is he? <laughs> and he signed for Zenit uh, for ten point nine million. Ten point nine million. That's a lot of money for. for yeah, signs Putin's club. I mean, yeah, Gazprom. Um, yes. pretty much own that club and FC Sochi were sort of a feeder side um, yeah, I, yeah I don't like Senate at all <laughs> tramps they just won the league and the cup I'd rather anyone just broke the cup as well didn't they did you see yeah no, you, yeah, you told me that I didn't, yeah. I didn't see it yeah, they, they, they lifted the cup in the trophy celebration and uh, they dropped it and uh, yeah completely destroyed it I mean but, I was so behind Himki for that cup. I mean, that would be just be like, oh god, I don't know, that Huddersfield winning it or something. You know, it's um, that would be they're, they're, they're quite a small team from just outside Moscow. That would have been a beautiful story. Oh, Cinderella, no. Cinderella story. But yeah, no, no, Zenit. No. Now they've have they will have uh, yeah the, the best defender to ever play for Liverpool. Go, going off, off on a bit of yeah, on a bit of a tangent here. Whatever happens at Anzi Makashkala? An- Anzi Makashkala, yeah. I mean, they were owned by a local oligarch um, who withdrew funding, and they subsequently um, plummeted through the leagues. But they, had, yeah, they were massive at one point. They got some relative, Carlos, didn't they? Yeah. And I thought, Christ, they're going to just take over the, the Champions League. They're going to be the next powerhouse. And then yeah. I don't hear of them anymore. They could have been. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite. Um, Dangerous in the Caucasus, um, so much so that they couldn't play their European fixtures at home. They had to play in Moscow. God. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a fu- it's a funny one. I mean, when when you get a takeover like the Man City one, you get a rich shake. You know, they're there for the long term. But I mean, yeah, Angie had like, a few seasons, and, and that's it. Mm, Fifteen minutes of fame, but yeah. Um, and anyway, going back, Adam Lallana has returned to the South Coast, but this time he's gone to Brighton. Yeah. Oh, um, it's funny, he's, uh, he's gone to Brighton, our South Coast rivals, according to um, <laughs> to the Russian online broadcaster and sort of local Amazon equivalent, Oko. They said, yeah, the rivalry, rivalry with Bournemouth um, isn't really as taken uh, as seriously by Southampton as the big rivalry with Brighton. Wow, they've really, <laughs> they've really done their work there, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's why I don't watch <laughs> Premier League broadcast. Amazing, amazing um, stuff. Great. I'm, I'm surprised that they've found the money to put his it's free transfer, yeah. but his wages. Yeah, his, his wage bill. That's it. Isn't it? Um, yeah. But I mean, it's sort of you know, it's a nice old people's home on the coast, so you can <laughs> see out his retirement. Yeah, good luck to him. I don't want him. I mean, there's a lot of talk about him coming back here, but I don't want him back, mate. I, not at all. I would not. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that boat is definitely sailed. Yeah. I mean, he's past his prime. I don't see what it's he's not, doing. It's not the mould, is it? It's not the the, the Ralph style. I it's mean, not going to be a long-term you, replacement for Hoiberg. I mean, yeah, well, even even if you put him in that Armstrong role, 
Who would you rather have? It's a lot of competition for that place. I'm taking Armstrong every day. I'm sorry. Or even Gineppo. Yeah. Buffau. Yeah. Redmond, yeah, all of them. No thanks. Um, Harrison Reed, Kev, um, has been in the news recently amid reports that he's going to return to us next season. He's obviously on loan at Fulham, but he has stated um, that he's, he's going to find it difficult to play a minor role. But what, what do you make of this? Because, I, I mean, I, I mentioned it to you before as well, but I'm convinced that if Fulham do earn promotion via the playoffs, I can see him wanting to remain there and getting first-team football. Yeah. However, if they fail... You know, he'll settle for a bit part role at an established Premier League club, won't he? Can he be a major player in the middle for us? Can he be that Hoiberg replacement? Or is it just, you know, another depth midfielder? He's, he's getting... He's not old, but you know what I mean? He's getting past that point where he's an up-and-coming um, youth player. He's been in the conversation for, you know, three or four seasons now, hasn't he? If he was good um, enough then, he would have kept him. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. If, um, if Fulham go up, then I think it would be a great move for everybody. Um, if they don't, I imagine them coming back, training, and um, Ralph, you know, taking a look at him, making a, a final decision. Um, probably end up out on loan in the championship again. I mean, if I'm honest, I, I think I'd rather fork out a little bit more uh, and get, you know, a quality midfielder alongside Prousey. But I mean, hey, if he comes back, I'm I'm fine with him getting a chance. You know, let him fight out with Romeo and. And we've also got to think about Smallbone as well, about his development and what's that going to do for him. But then again, it would be if we, was, if we were bringing in a big money midfielder anyway. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm all for giving him a chance. If he wants to come and play and he wants to give 100% and he's really, really behind what Ralph is trying to do here, fine, give him a go. See what we got. Yeah, I mean, shouldn't Callum Slattery be in that kind of same conversation as well? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? So towards the end of last season, we thought we'd see more of him. And um, um, yeah, he's he's out in Holland. Um, I don't know whether he'd come back better for that. He scored a goal. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I think the answer is uh, saying Ralph was, thinks he's got a, a good replacement for Hoiberg already. Um, does he mean Romeo? Mm, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. I mean, he was he was very good against um, Sheffield United at the weekend. Mm. So the stats would say. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a bit, actually, because I want to something I want to quiz you about. But um, uh, mm. well, anyway, moving on. Ralph, uh, he's begun planning for next season already. Um, and there's talk, obviously, still ongoing with Mohamed Salisu. Hopefully, that's going to be announced soon. We keep on saying that. Um, once they iron out a few wrinkles. I was actually thinking that we were going to be announcing it tonight on this, but still nothing yet. Um, Martin Simmons gave a, a quick uh, update on it. Um, but, yeah, we'll hopefully have more on that soon. And there's also another player, uh, Jeremy Rodriguez. Have you heard of mm. this one? Um, left back yeah. from Las Palmas, uh, 17 years old. Um, and reports were, actually, that he'd flown uh, in late last week to Southampton, and apparently they were, I think, I've also heard rumours that, you know, Salisu and Rodriguez are going to be announced together, but then again, I mean, I, I was reading The Sun, so I'll take that with a pinch of salt. Um, what are you uh, doing? No, I don't know. Um, I'm just looking at any, any scrap of information I can find, to be honest, um, but that Rodriguez fee is, about, is around 400000 so 17-year-old, could be another diamond in the rough there, Saints scouting doing a good job. Another J-Rod? <laughs> Another J Rod, yeah, I didn't even realise that. Well done. Um, 
James Ward-Prowse is reportedly on the verge of extending his current deal and commits to us for even longer. That's good, isn't it? That's good. I mean, he's going to be a saint for life, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I, can't, I can't see him ever leaving. So, yeah, that, that would be nice to have him tied down I mean, for it. Yeah, he's a perfect fit. I think the, mm. the team is pretty much built around him now, isn't it? Every minute of the season. Mm. Um, and also, another bit of news, Ralph has been shortlisted for Manager of the Month for July, officially, for the Premier League. So make sure you get your vote in because he really fucking deserves this. I think if he's ever going to get one, it's going to be this one because since the lockdown, we've been fantastic. And yeah, he's he's right to be nominated. But yeah, let's get let's get him in. Let's vote. Everyone, get on there and vote. Yeah, I think with the top six bias, uh, we're going to need every vote we can get. Well, I mean, Pep is nominated and Solskjaer's nominated, but Saints took points off of all, uh, both of those. So and I mean, what we third in the. Uh, Post-lockdown league. It should be a no-brainer, shouldn't it? But yeah, that's what I mean. He really, he really, really deserves this. Hi, I'm Matt Letizia, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Kevin, Sheffield United then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very important to close the season on a high. Chasing that 50-point barrier for the first time since the Ronald Koeman era. Um, and also looking to go unbeaten in seven and have our best Premier League finish in five years. I'm going to chasing say it. it chasing. I'm going to say it, Kev. Um, since that 9-0 loss to Leicester, we've gone on to win 44 points. And it's actually two more than Leicester have managed since then as well. So it is, it is remarkable. You read all these stories about how remarkable this season has been, but you just break down those points and just look at it like that. It is absolutely incredible. I mean, if you had said to me at that time, that we, you know, at that fateful night in October, that we would go on to get... You know, the points that we did, the 44 points since then. Ugh, no, no fucking way. No way at all. But yeah. So just, just that, that was our project restart, getting over that. Yep. And they stuck with him. And we were, we, I mean, we backed him still, didn't we? We still said he's the right man for the job. Fuck me. If we were Watford, we'd be on our fifth manager of the season by now, wouldn't we? <laughs> Yes, um, but this game specifically then, um, we went in unbeaten in four, um, and this fixture, we've not met them at home in the Premier League mm. since October 1993. Wow. The last meeting at St Mary's was February 2009, and that was in the Championship. Um, this game also has a history of red cards, one in each of the last five meetings, so tasty one. 3-1 to Saints, and Adams brace, I told you Kev, goal machine, yeah. um, and the proper goal machine. Ings from the spot to finish them off. Uh, we actually scored a penalty, Mesh. Yeah, and came back from behind. <laughs> yeah, and won at home. <laughs> and Romero didn't even get booked. <laughs> no, incredible <laughs> stats, incredible, yeah. Same team. Breaking the mould. Um, the 11 then, McCarthy, Walker-Peters, Vestergaard, Stevens, Bertrand, Romero, Ward-Prowse, Redmond, Armstrong, Ings and Adams, the bench of Gunn, Valerie, Danso, Bednarik, Vokin, Smallbone and Lundaloo, Long and Oberfemi. So just the one change from Bournemouth then. Um, that is Shea Adams replacing Long. Good change, by the way. Um, yeah. Things things that we discussed last week, Kev. We said Ings needing a rest probably wasn't going to happen because, you know, he was chasing that golden boot. You know, you said he's just going to see him run, run him out for the rest of the season. Fine. That happened. Yeah. Um, Bednarik would probably get a return. Uh, that never happened. 
Uh, and we both expected a very youthful bench and possibly see the likes of Jankovic and Ferry, you know, get their debuts. But that didn't happen. But the biggest shock for me, Kev, was the absence of Hoybier. I mean, were you expecting that? Is that a shock to you? Because it certainly was for me. Um, I suppose so. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Sure. He's not part of our future, so... But then you could have said that ever since he refused to sign a contract, they could have just not played him. But he's still a good player. Um, but I think, you know, when it's absolutely certain that we've, we've literally got nothing to play for, we can't move about in the table, can we? So um, it was just a point of pride. So you're going to want to experiment with some of the younger players if you can. I think if we were 3-0 up at half-time, then maybe in Lundalu could have come on. That was a surprise. But that's it, though, isn't it? That's all we had in Lundalu. I mean, we never ha- even had Jankovic or Ferry on the bench for this one. No, no. So, yeah, that, that, that for me was, was strange. And as I say, Hojbjerg not being included at all was a complete surprise. But, I mean, Shea Adams getting the start, justified, vindicated yes. from Ralph. Uh, you know, it's at Long's expense, of course. But other than that, you're happy with the 11? Absolutely. Vestergaard, Bednarik? Yep. I think um, if Bednarik's been... Um, had an injury doubt you wouldn't want to risk him in this last game and uh, I'm going to be controversial and say Vestergaard hasn't been that bad mm, well did, even did, if did you watched. watch the Sheffield United game <laughs> again he had his, know, a couple of customary fuck ups um, yeah the one that cost us the goal he wasn't solely responsible for that it might as well have been mate I mean but, but you, I know what you're going to say you're going to point the finger at Bertrand but equally yeah <laughs> I mean he was the player of last resort. Yeah, I mean, just deal with the cross, mate. Just deal with it. Just that's that's your job. But Lundstrom Bert- was Bertrand's man, and mm. yeah, he let him get to the ball. Well, he wouldn't have needed to if it had been cleared. So he could have just left him alone anyway. But yeah, no, I, I get I get what you're saying. I get it. Could um, have maybe not left um, Stevens in acres of space. Yeah, yeah, just um, j- just these little. Switch offs at the back is, you know, and it, at this level it is going to cost you. Um, but actually, Kev, you you sent me a, an interesting fact that I didn't know. Uh, it's the first time in Premier League history that Saints have got 18 points from promoted teams. Hmm. That's fascinating. I didn't. But we've done the goods against the teams that you know. Um, if we were in a, a relegation battle, <laughs> which we're obviously not now, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think you know earlier on the season you, you would you, we were looking down, weren't we? We were looking at Villa, looking at um, mm-hmm. Norwich, looking at Watford, and thinking we're not as shit as them. Um, and yeah, we've beaten <laughs> all three of the um, relegated sides, and we've beaten all uh, all the promoted sides home and away. So we've beaten, we've beaten Man City, thing. Chelsea as well, and that. And oh, we've done a lot on the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like you say, taking care of business down the bottom, it's, it's mm. so, so crucial. And yeah, like you say, in a relegation battle, you need to take care of it. And we, we have home and away. So yeah, very I nice. We're the only team to have done that apart from, okay, I'm not going to bother. But yeah, that makes us unbeaten in seven now. Yep. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. And you know, that Arsenal game, Oh, wasn't even well. It was just that fuck up, wasn't it, from Maka? Other than that, we would have been pretty much. Well, I say pretty much perfect. We still got draws in all of them, but yeah, you know, amazing. Obviously, Obafemi at the death against Man United saved us from another loss. But 
yeah, just um, just amazing. Seven, seven, unbeaten. And, you know, the home form looks like it's it's coming back. If, yeah, we, ever, if we ever had any home form, I don't know. Um, well, maybe they should think about, you know, when they eventually do allow fans back into the stadium, Saints just to not allow the fans back in. Maybe it's a <laughs> good option. Yeah, just, just do it in the fan zone. Just everyone get drunk and watch it on the big screen. Yeah. You know, I think when we do get back, um, jokes aside, I think people will be, you know, so pleased to be back in the stadium and um, gunning on the team. It's going to be so Maybe. good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's going to be a different atmosphere, should Especially on the, off, off the back of the way we finished the season, yeah. You're right, yeah. Um, so, anyway, this game then, Kev. Uh, thoughts on it? How did you see it? Um, online, uh, very... <laughs> Very bad stream. Um, high quality. Uh, In English? Um, yeah, yeah, I think I was watching the. Was it on Sky? Yeah, it was on Sky. It was on Sky, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I missed a few, um, a few chunks of the match, but luckily didn't miss any goals or any controversial bits. Um, it, it was a tough first half. But scrappy. Yeah, it was. I thought it was quite an exciting first time, well, at the beginning of it anyway, that it was, you know, end-to-end stuff. Um, but, you know, when Sheffield United did get the the goal in, um, they just got everyone back and we, we couldn't get through them. And I thought, oh, Jesus, you know, not, not, they, they can't take this 1-0. No, um, that 26 minutes it took for, for um, Sheffield United to score, and that was that, the lunchtime. And we, we talked about it, you know, before we were going into the game. Um, and I said, who's to blame? Vestergaard and Bertrand, possibly. But, I mean... Walker Peters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Stevens gets the ball on the, on the left wing. And yeah. just um, sends a long ball into the box. And Billy Sharp's um, jostling with Vestergaard and his infinitely long legs <laughs> that just can't get a touch on the ball. Which might have been a good thing. He could have had, just sent it into the goal mouth. But, um but yeah, but being Bertrand's one on where he's marking Lundstrom. Good job. Uh, he, yeah, he can't get anything on it either. Um, it's a decent goal at the far post. I mean, did Macca get a touch or not? I'm, I'm, I've watched it back so many times and just no, can't work out. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a, it's a, it's a strange goal, otherwise. But um, I, I was con- convinced that Sharp was going to score against yeah, us somehow. It'd be some poetic justice. I almost did later on in the game as well, didn't he? When Romeo made that, oh, that save and challenge when it was 1-1, just slid across and... Yeah. That's incredible, yeah. Um, yeah. Sharp didn't get sent off this time. Either. I mean, there was a point, um, Lundstrom could have doubled the lead. Yes, if it wasn't for some heroics from Alex McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, and it was here that... Um, Warcraft's oh, bloody hell. Um, Walker Peters loses the ball uh, yeah. in, in the lead up to that... that would be gone. Yeah, that was McBurney and Sharp on the break, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's good, good running on Sharp, but um, yeah, I mean, just um, he gets a real solid palm on it and um, wonderful save. I question that Lundstrom goal goes in. Is that curtains? Um, yes and no. I think if it was two 0 at the break, I mean, we still scored three goals at the end of the day. Um, would Ding still be chasing that golden boot? Yes. Um, would Sheffield United have the energy and motivation to give it everything in that second half? 
No, I think it still would have been nice. So were it coming back from what I just don't think Saints would have had it in them. I, 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 I think that would have been it. I think if that goal had gone in, we would have been done. Oh, before the restart, there'd be no question. But I think we're a different team now. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're two 0 down at home. It's the last game of the season. What are you playing for? Um, heads well, we drop. Threw away a one 0 lead at Old Trafford, and i um, still managed to equalise. So sure, but that was one goal, wasn't it? I'm just thinking two might be you know a little bit out of reach. Players have got their heads down. Season's finished. You know, I don't know. I'm just I, I'm. I believe that that would have been it. I think that would have done it. But you gave them a lease of life, didn't it? And that was it. They were able to carry on. And the, the goal, I mean, it's like the, the, the first half it finished, it, it was 1-0 Sheffield United at the break. And like you said, I, I, Sheffield United got the goal. They sat back. And they we struggle to break teams down sometimes like that. And the lack of creativity. And I thought it was going to be 1-0 at that point. Um, but then the goal, Adams, just after the, um, the restart. And... Came out, no, came out, I say it came out of nowhere. I mean, it, I'm not saying it was against the run of play. I just wasn't expecting it like that. And it almost looked as though the moment had passed for Adams to, to, to you know, to actually hit it on target. Because he's kind of like going away from the guard. The defender's doing a pretty good job on him, I thought. Mm. Um, and he's hit the shot. And maybe it catches Henderson by surprise. I mean, I don't know. It certainly took me by surprise. But yeah, yeah. very un- underrated goal from Shay, though, I think. I, I still just can't work out how it went in. no. Do you think that was bad keeping? Um, or do you think it was you know, just the element of surprise? I mean, maybe. I think um, in the lead-up to the um, goal, it's a, it's a real tasty long ball from Romain. Um, I didn't really realise that he had that in his arsenal. So him and uh, Jack Stevens um, were forced to be reckoned with. But, um, yeah, that, that gets cleared quite poorly. Ings gets on it, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um he has a flick on um, that also is cleared even worse. And um, Smallbone gives um, yeah, a really smart through ball to Adams. Um, yeah, just good teamwork, insight, and everyone's... I think, is that motivation to try and help Danny uh, get his... I, I hope so. Maybe. But, yeah, Adams, he's just a different player after scoring that goal against City. It's just full of confidence. Mm, and yeah. maybe, maybe the keeper underestimates him. Thinks he's going to send it uh, to the far post. No. Yeah, I, I, I was. It's like just mm. shot. Just coming. Against his old club too. It's nice. Um, yeah, actually celebrated as well. Yeah. It's, like <laughs> uh, it's a shame the season has to end for him really, isn't it? Because uh, interesting you should say about that, you know, his confidence since, since the City one. I was actually going to ask you, do you think he is that, you know, a confidence player? Yeah. I think it's all strikers out there, aren't they? No. It's so easy to build up a gold trout and then have that. Start doubting yourself. Yeah, well, maybe it's the doubt and maybe it's the pressure on you. Like, OK, I've got to score a goal or, or this, you know, I could get left out of the team again. It's amazing, isn't it? You get one and that's it. The, the pressure's off and you just relax mm. a little bit and you start taking those chances. As if, you know, it, it's almost as if you're playing like it doesn't mean anything. And if you can play like that, then, yeah, the confidence will just ooze through you. Yeah, I think... Maybe not that it doesn't mean anything, but not overthinking it. Yeah. Just trusting your instincts and having that confidence. That's it, because there were, you know, there was a part of the parts of the season when he had that chance. I mean, he has had chances to score like early on in the season, and he hasn't taken them. Um, when he's got that ball, that short, you know, when he's just thinking, you know, where, where am I going to put this? Top right, 
top left, that split second, makes the wrong decision, going off of instinct, going off of confidence, you just you know do what strikers do and just. Uh, I think we've seen it with um, Danny Ings. What the what the pressure could do? Pressure's on him. Maybe he just needs you know the goal of match and um, and it's his. <laughs> but it doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, um, and Adams almost had another just after the hour when, when Robinson comes out of nowhere and, and, and denies him. That was a brilliant tackle. That that was. Fantastic. It looked blue sort of, He absolutely blitzed him for the ball. <laughs> but look, looking back at it, yeah, um, in slow motion, it's, it's very impressive. Yes. Um, no, he does get. He does double his tally for the game. A little fortunate with this one though, but you know who, who cares. Uh, Kyle Walker Peters, he takes the shot and it, well, it bashes Basham. Yes, bashes the Basham. Bashes Basham in the chest, um, and it just falls at his feet, and you know he does the rest. But I mean, uh, start of the season, he probably would have missed that. That would be going over. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you got that kind of chance with the team um, in a good position, maybe, maybe this season could have worked out differently for him, but. Uh, yeah, you can see the confidence there, can't you? He just smells blood. There's a loose ball there. Just, yeah, smash across goal. Wonderful. Do you, know, um, but, do you know what else I noticed as well? Like, his celebrations now are just kind of like, yeah, so what? Yeah. <laughs> so like you, saw, you saw everybody... Is what I do. Yeah, you saw everyone gather around him and they were genuine, genuinely happy when he scored that goal against City. Mm. And he was just like... I mean, I think he was in shock himself. Just like, my God, I've done it. I've finally done it. That monkey's off my back. You see him score that second goal against Sheffield United and he's just kind of casual, just like, yeah, that's what I fucking do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just, it's, it's nice. And that's the, like, it's that confidence again, isn't it? And it's, it's such a shame that that season's got to end for him because he could just keep going now. Well, I mean, look, you know, in a few weeks time, we'll be in pre-season for the next one. So it's good for him that we're just, you know, rolling from one to the next. There's not going to be much, um, much of a gap from. Yeah, and actually, I was having a discussion with, with with Steve the other day about you can imagine that Danny Ings has taken Shea under his wing, hasn't he? I, I can just see them like like Shea following around everywhere, sitting next to him in the, in, the, in the changing room and sitting next to him at lunch, and just Danny's just like yeah, taking him under his wing and helping him along. So, yeah, uh, Uncle Danny, tell us about the one that you scored at the front end again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think there's a great team spirit in the in the in the club at the moment. Definitely. No, you, you look at that um, that team sheet. It's a strong side. I I think in you know we we want to get a couple of uh, signings in. Where are you going to put them? It's a perfect team. Yeah, I mean the players that you get in, you're going to be they're going to be depth players, aren't they? I think so. Like ones for the future. Yeah. Like, well, I mean even Sal- Sal- Salisu, you, you think I'm, I'm happy with Stevens and Bednarik. Yeah. It's going to, he's going to have to fight to get into the team. Wherever you look, I mean, assuming we keep um, Kyle Walker-Peters, we, ha- we, we have got... I mean, OK, maybe the goalkeeper's a little bit in question sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I, at the moment, I, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy with the balance. Maybe that centre midfielder. Just that second one alongside James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, I mean, one to come in for injuries, suspensions or rotation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, we've got alternatives up front. We've got alternatives on the wings. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they all stay healthy, yeah. Young fullbacks. Um, I think, yeah, an extra centre back could bolster us, but yeah, we don't look like the shit squad that we thought 
We were at the beginning of the season. Or in October. Or in October, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, back, back to the goal, though. What a run from Carl Walker-Peters. Oh, gosh, yeah. Just added a couple of million to his asking price there. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. And a penalty? Yes, the penalty. Uh, definite penalty for me. No complaints. No? Um, yes, Norwood, isn't he? He's sort of taking the knee just Shot. before mm. things. Uh, yeah, that, that can't be doing. I mean, Redmond has a crack anyway, doesn't he? But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, did you expect... Things to, to, to fuck this one up. Um, I suppose there's a thought at the back of your mind, but I think he's not going to have that arrogance that he did before. Take a fucking proper run up, decent, confident, you know, choose your side and just hit it, and that's what he did. Yep. Tucked it away. 22 mm. goals in the league, 25 in all competitions, and that was it. So, yeah, 3-1, and uh, the game, I'd say, it was a fairly scrappy one. One in which, yeah, I think if Lundstrom had have finished... That when they were one nil up, then I think we would have seen a different outcome. But I said that. But I mean, I'm looking at the stats, Kev, and they were overwhelming in our favour because I didn't mm-hmm. expect that. You know, I'm looking just at the basic stats. So the the numbers in in that number, uh, possession, 72 percent. Mm-hmm. And that was the same. I, I, did you, have you got first half stats? No, no. This is just the full time ones. But see, I do, and it's almost identical um, in the first and second half. Wow. Possession. We absolutely dominated possession from start to finish. See, that, that, that surprised way, me. No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that really did, really did surprise me. I was looking at the stats at the end of the game. I thought, wow, what, you know, what was I, what was I thinking? And uh, even the corners, like we had nine, nine corners to their one. And I, I, th- yeah. I, 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 I actually had to check to see if I'm looking at the right game. Because I, I, rem- I remember <laughs> Sheffield United having a couple of corners at least, but no, apparently, I mean, apparently they didn't. Um, at half time, uh, we had three corners to their zero. So, um, Six of those corners came in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the second half, um, Sheffield United had one shot and no shots on target. Yep. Like all of their, pretty much all of their shots came in in the first half. Um, yes, when they should have won, when they should have put the game out of sight, in my opinion. But yeah. Well, they, I, again, I don't, just don't think they had the the strength, energy, motivation. Or ingenuity to pull it off. No, um, six, sixteen to six in our favour on crosses. Mm. Getting the ball in the right areas and, and, and putting it in. Um, this this one really tickled my balls. Eight hundred and seventeen touches to their three hundred and ninety. Okay. I mean, obviously yeah. that would go with the possession stats, but sure. that's that's incredible. Um, and clearances, we had thirteen clearances uh, and they had thirty nine. So. Th- those are the stats that jumped out at me, but yeah, I, it didn't look like that from the game, to be honest. I thought it was more even and scrappy, but apparently not. No, I would say it's, it's definitely a game of two halves. Like that, that first yeah. half was frustrating. Second half, we were clearly on top. Uh, it, all the more reason why um, Ralph Hasenhut should be getting that play, uh, manager of the month. Yeah. Because he's doing something right. You know, he, he's changing it up on the fly. And 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 it's, and it's working. He's making the right decisions. Uh, you know, start the starting eleven. Yeah, he seems to be making all the right decisions right now, and it's paying off. Um, He's even making substitutions. He, he is, yeah. Um, and some individual ones that I wanted to go through. Um, Shay Adams tops the charts for shots and shots on target and goals, of course. Um, and Ings was the most effective in terms of pressing again. But I think he is in every game, isn't he? Him or every award prowess. Um, small bone lead and tackles. And that's good. Um, you mentioned Romeo, how good he was in this game, Kev, and mm. I, I highlighted him so much. Have a look at him because I, 
there, there was parts of the game where he looked clumsy, he looked bad. There was a there was a clearance that he almost fucked up, um, and he swung, missed, right in front of the keeper, and I thought, oh my god! And then he's cleared up the second attempt. It's fine. Um, mm. But he, he actually led the team in touches, blocks, um, and attempted and completed passes and carries. So he was involved a lot, more than what I thought he would. And as you say, that, that pinged free ball that he did was, was delightful. But yeah, Romeo had a good game. We haven't brought Redmond up yet, but I thought he had a good game. And, you know, he, he was up there with, with dribbles and, you know, attempted dribbles and successful dribbles. He attempted 13 and 10 of them were successful. And you think the next highest was Romeo with two. So I think wow. everybody is playing to their strength, especially in this game. You've got Danny leading it with the, with the pressing. Shay Adams with the shooting, Smallbone with the tackles, Romeo with the blocks, the passes, Redmond with the dribbles. Just everyone playing to their strengths right there. Yeah. Um, oh, quick word about Armstrong, um, who came off. Yes. Um, yeah, is that worrying? I mean, I haven't heard the injury news, but I think you should be fine for the beginning of next season. Oh, yeah, it'd be fine, yeah. Um, but if they, they would have said something by now if it was that bad. Smallbone, he stepped up, didn't he? Yeah, 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 he had a very good game. Because I, I don't think he was that impressive against um, Bournemouth. No, Brighton. It was Brighton he, he was on for, wasn't it? That's it. He had to be taken off, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think he... Yeah, and that wasn't his finest hour. But as I say, he's, he's, still, he's still learning. I mean, he's going to get that. He's going to get the games where you, you, you're going to have a, a difficult one, let's say, in this league, and then... At least it wasn't a 9 now. At least it wasn't. Yeah, that could have ruined it, couldn't it? Could have ruined it. Um, this is, I'm, I'm really, really interested in this, Kev. Um, who are you going to go for with the man of the match? It's got to be Che, hasn't it? I mean, it's just a beautiful ending to the season for him. One that we wouldn't have predicted halfway through the season. Um, but I suppose, ironically, one that we would have predicted at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's worked out nicely for him. And... Um, I, I suppose a couple of plaudits as well. Um, Carl Peters, um, looking as impressive as he usually is. Romeo, yeah, um, very much, I think, Ralph's bringing out the best in them. Uh, Redmond's putting a lot of balls into the box nicely. And, um, yeah, like I said, Will Smallbone played a role there. But I think it, uh, Danny, despite being, uh, um, still in the conversation for the Golden Boot, such a generous player, you know. He, the, the, there were yeah. a few few times where he could have hogged the ball. Yeah, I mean, I love that when, 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 when he gave shot. that penalty to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, no, okay, not the penalty, but. Um, <laughs> no, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, still, I mean, there's what possibly ten minutes left to play if he lands that penalty and scores another. Um, that golden boot's his. Um, Bamiyang was catching. Yeah, I mean, denying Shay Adams a hat-trick, I think he'll get his day at some point. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Adams for me as well, Kevin. Um, yeah, I think that transfer fee is looking good now, because I was questioning it. I, you know, it, it was, I don't know, I don't even remember when it was, but we were having a conversation saying that at what point does you have to consider him a flop? Um, and, you know, no one's talking about that now. Um, and we mentioned earlier about him being a confidence player and... and how we didn't need that season to end, and you know, next season I think if we if he carries on the way that he has, him and Ings, oh god, we've got some goals in us. That confidence, yeah. yeah so I, I'm I'm going to go for Adams. I think he's deserved it. Two goals, looks yeah. full of confidence, and he looks like a different player. Please both stay fit. 
Yes, yes. Okay, Kevin, um, extra time. We'll, we'll, we'll just go through this quickly because we are going to do our end of season review separately from this one. So I don't want to give too much away as who's won predictions, Super 6, Fantasy Football, etc. So uh, what I will do is just I'll say predictions that I mean, you went for a nil-nil, Steve went for a 2-2, and I went for a 1-0. I was going to go nil-nil, but you went nil-nil. So I had to change it, so I went 1-0, and because of that, I got points. So, you know, yeah. it paid off. I gained two more points on you, um, and we've still got our season predictions that we made back in August for, you know, who's going to win the league, who's going to get into the Champions League. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what else we did, but um, you can find out the winner in our season review show. As I say, that goes for Super 6 and Fantasy Premier League as well. However, Kevin, we do need to award a player and goal of the month for July. Um, but I thought we could discuss it and do something a little bit different. We haven't done it before. Discuss the nominations live. My goodness. Mm. I mean... Now? Now? I was going to rely on my, my infinite memory. <laughs> so, I mean... Looking at our players of the month that we've had in July, the, the ones that come up quite a bit are Stuart Armstrong and Kyle Walker-Peters, so they, they're, they're, they're no-brainers, right? Um, and obviously you've got to put Ings in there because of his goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the fourth one. Whether I mean, McCarthy's been nominated twice each by Steve. I think you nominated him once. Yep. Um, or Adams. And I propose that we put Shay Adams in. For three goals. Did he score against Bournemouth? He did score against Bournemouth. That's four. Oh, wow. City, Bournemouth, Sheffield United, two. Okay, yeah, he definitely deserves it in that case. Yeah, okay, so the nominations are Carl Walker Peters, Stuart Armstrong, Danny Ings, and Shea Adams. I'm glad we discussed this you know, together. <laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs> kind of made this decision myself. Um, goals, then. Goals. Um, where do we start with goals, Kev? Because. I think, well, you go back to the start of the month, we played Man City, and that wonder goal, Michelle yeah, Adams. No question about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, got, that's got to go in there. Um, and then we played Everton, and Danny Ings scored that little scramble one with Pickford. So, no. back burner. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Manchester United. Uh, the, I mean, I get, I mean, the Armstrong goal was a, was a nice, cool finish. And he, he, I like you know, it. Yeah. I okay. like it. Okay, well, well, we'll put that in. Um, and Oberfemi wasn't such a good goal, but it was just a moment. Yeah, it's more about that moment. Yeah. But as in, t- in terms of pure goal, no. Um, Sorry, then, yeah, I just got a very big smile on my face thinking about that goal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Brighton game uh, was the Danny Ings one-on-one. Nice little finish. Okay. Um, going into Bournemouth, the two there, <clears throat> the two there. Um, who scored against Bournemouth, Kev? Ings and Adams that at the death. That was it, Adams at the death, wasn't it? I thought that was a nice goal. I thought the way that he took it, he sort of like moved away from the defender because he was closing him down. I know it was close, <laughs> but and he hit it. And, uh, and Danny's goal was, was great in that one. I think Danny's got to go in there. I'd probably give it to Danny, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the three against Sheffield United. One of them was a penalty, obviously, but um, two Adams goals. I propose the first Adams goal against Sheffield United. Yes. Yeah, there's just something mysterious about the way it went in. Shouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Adams against City. Yeah, wonder goal. 
We've got Armstrong against United. Yep. We've got Ings against Bournemouth. Yes. And we've got Adams against Sheffield United, the first one. Yeah, that sounds very fair. Wow. That was good. That was quick. We actually agreed on something. (laughs) That was quick. Okay, so we'll do that. We'll we'll post them up on, on our social media and, yeah, vote over the next... 24 hours, 48 hours, and we'll um we'll give the results on the season review show. Yeah, vote early, vote often. Yeah. Um, Russian phrase to end the show with, Kevin. Okay. So, um, I mean, looking at our season and where we were in the middle of it, about the end of the autumn time, um... And with Adams's season as well, looking at it on the whole, um, you have to say it's, it's definitely a happy ending. And uh, I like the Russian translation of the Shakespeare play, All's Well That Ends Well. <laughs> um, in Russian, it's translated as Kanyets Djelu Vignets. Kanyets Djelu Vignets. That's very good. It's that Djelu... Yeah, Jell- you know, you know to say how are you, right? Uh, Kakdala. Kakdala, it's the same Jilla. Yeah, Jilla is, uh, the business or doings of some kind. Kanyet Dilyalu. Jilu. Jilu vignettes. All's well that ends well. Kanyet Jilu vignettes, yeah. And yeah, I think that that beautifully sums up our season. Yes, um, before, before we go, I just want to say that, um, please, uh, like, rate review us if you go on to apple give us a five star review that would be amazing because at it, least yeah <laughs> at least yeah it, it does really really help us out um and yeah send us a question keep keep sending keep the questions coming in and we'll um we'll be reading them out and there's going to be a few changes um next season but we'll go through those in the next show but yeah so yeah please like spread the word Give us a five-star iTunes review. That would be amazing. Anything to add, Kevin? Yes. How about Up the Fucking Saints? Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.